we're going to go right into it. We're going to jump right into it. Um, I got two special guests. First of all, let me start off real slow, real calm, real easy. Um, welcome to the Fly Talk. This is Fly Ty. I'm the fly guy, Fly Ty. I love saying it like that, you know. Um, I got two really special guests. I want my guests to come on and bring their cameras on. Um, um, I got T'Challa, CT's finest. I got Phil Alexander, CT's finest. We're in the building some two, two, two amazing poets. But more than that, man, there's some great minds, man. Sister is um sister is an activist. She's like, I mean, I love I fell in love with her day one when I heard her, like, and she made me stand in truth. One day we were just having a conversation sitting on the couch. She'll tell you the truth. I swear to goodness. And we were just talking about some stuff. And she was like, wait, I'm because she don't, she's no nonsense. And she just gave me the real and made me stand in my truth and uh stand up. And brother, I met at um one of the shows we put on called uh, the Poets Notes, and yo, lit. He killed it. He killed it. His energy was uh all the way up. I'm not gonna uh talk too much about it, man. We want to dig into this thing. I got the music playing in the background. I'm gonna bring that all the way down. So we have <laughs> we have a great show. We have a great show. So we gonna dig right in because we we already a little bit behind, and an hour go fast when you have some great conversationists. Um, people that can actually talk, like actual talk, not that text thing, but they can actually communicate their words, man. So, um, one of the things I shout out to them and, 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 I, you know, um, this is that self healing thing. We digging in ourselves, and we trying to figure out how to move into a better future for ourselves, um, and our children. If we have children and the children's children that don't, don't, that don't even belong to us. You know what I mean? So um, one of the things we would, I, I put out there for them was um, recovering from verbal abuse, right? Like a lot of times we talk about abuse and we talk about physical abuse. We talk about, you know, um, all different kinds of assaults and different things like that. But we don't really talk about the verbal trauma that goes on when people actually, you know, because uh, relationships families whatever they can say some stuff that can hold you hostage for the for a long long time you know and you can actually start to buy into that and start to believe in that right so i ask these people to come on right i ask these beautiful people to come on and then have this conversation with me so we can share get their thoughts um i can express some of my thoughts i wrote this thing right and you know, I wrote this thing, and I'm not a poet. I, I just talk a lot, right? And I always say that because I I, I want to pay homage to what the, the what they do when they out there and they speaking. Um, you know, the work that they put in is totally different. So, um, I wrote this thing right a while ago, last year, <laughs> and um, I started this segment called "This Is Me" right on my Facebook page, and. Um, this is part of it. This is part of verbal, you know, that verbal abuse, right? So I said, um, when we stream, who ears are we aiming to beat up? When the noise level is turned off, whose voice could be heard? Pounding hearts beating off beat and not in sync with one another. Who suffers? You cry and leave puddles for me to lay in. The salt within burns my open flesh wounds left by your sharpened tongue <laughs> all right i'm gonna stop right there 
I'm going to start right there because, and, and maybe I'll pick up on it another time. But that right there, right, the tongue, the tongue, let's talk about it. That thing is sharp, and it leaves wounds. <sighs> yeah, who want to dig into that? Of course. Huh? I said the tongue is one of the mightiest swords. Right, right. A lot of people don't understand the power of the tongue. And, like, oftentimes, like, especially in the black, well, not especially in the black community, but sometimes in the black community, we could find ourselves doing a lot of things unknowingly without knowing the traumas that it caused. For instance, right, I grew up and I was somebody that wasn't always the biggest person in my family. You feel me? I was a little bit skinnier than everybody else. So to hear all of those jokes growing up, like, oh, you're so skinny, you need to eat, you need to, you're just skinny. And it's just like, you know, after a while, that takes a toll on you. You start to look at yourself a little different, like, oh, my really that skinny but then you go in public and you see other people and you see how skinny they are and you look at different cultures and different communities and what their idea of beauty and handsomeness and all of this is mm. and you're like all right i don't i don't look as bad as everybody thinks i am it's just i was programmed to think that way you know what's around me what their idea of beauty is and i feel like sometimes that could hinder us because we don't understand the power of our words you know when you start to belittle somebody by saying that on a repeated basis and you're mm. saying that often brainwashing them to think that it could take a toll on somebody mm -hmm. word talk about it sister yeah so <laughs> um i was raised by my grandparents and they came from a time period where children are seen and not heard but one thing i always was was vocal and I was always into the arts. So as an only child, you know, children are, they have master's degrees in their parents. They specialize in studying adults. We see what you don't say, what you say versus what you do. We see how you lie. We see how you tell the truth. We see how you act at home, how you act in church. We see it all. Mm -hmm. So I would just watch and watch and pay attention. But my grandmother, mm, that tongue was fierce. <laughs> My mother had the ability to make um, her children relapse and they were addicts. She could say one thing to them and they'll be messed up for a month. And I didn't realize how bad it was until I moved away from here and she would call and say something over the phone and I'd still be mad two weeks after she said it. Ooh. So so let me ask let me ask a quick question though like that's dope I mean not dope it's real right but let me let me ask a, a a real quick question um what gives certain individuals the power right or the power to hold that kind of uh weapon against us Right against us because is it because we love them so much or we don't want to uh, disappoint? Or what it, what is it? I... It's it's only a weapon over us until we find our own voice. Mm. Because the the biggest problem that occurs within families is the silos. Everybody do it in secret. They do it in silence. And if you're not bold enough to call it out into the open, mm. it'll never be affected. So my grandmother, being the matriarch, went unchecked. Woo. Woo. But I 
had a question because for me, it had to make sense. And so I would challenge her. And I'll be, I remember one time I was like, Grandma, you don't be understanding how you talk. You know the sky is blue and I know the sky is blue, but you will come in the house and tell me it's purple, knowing it's blue and get mad if I dispute you. Mm. And she's, yep, she agreed with me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm right. You're bugging. Like, this, this is, there's no way now that you can tell me something and then I just eat it. Mm. Now it has to have some kind of foundation because I want to understand and that was all because there was broken relationships between the the mothers and daughters within my family. And so as a teenager, I heard a sermon about generational curses. And I was like, okay, this is something I got I to gotta break because I can't have this kind of relationship with my children. And when you start to recognize how other people are broken and unhealed and the fact that they have went their entire life unhealed, it's like, okay, yeah. So I can't expend that much energy trying to heal and help you because this damage so deep, I have to accept where you are. And now my grandma got dementia. Mm. <laughs> she has dementia and her relationship with her daughter is so broken because of that tongue that my mama don't even come over here. And I'm mad at her because I'm doing her job. I'm still going to do it because I love my grandmother. Right, right. And she took care of me and she raised me. But baby, I have to catch myself because I'm her personified. Mm. That's why I know how powerful words are. I know I can't go to a protest. <laughs> I can't because I'm too angry. And I know what kind of energy I have. And I open my mouth and I'll turn it on and the energy will shift. Mm. So I have to be mindful of what rooms I go into. And I have to be conscious of my intentions. Hmm. But that's a part of the healing process because you start to see how damaging words can be. Word. And it's sometimes it's hard for me to catch myself. And I'll be telling people, <laughs> you better stop before I shit on you. Because I know how, but I'm being kind. <laughs> so so here's the thing, right? I think uh, <laughs> I think Maya Angelou has said this. When a person tells you who they are or shows you who they are, believe them right don't don't question don't try to figure it out don't try to push the envelope if a sister tell you i'm trying to be kind so you need to be nice right believe that <laughs> believe that i'm learning that that's one of those things that we got to learn as men too if a woman tell you certain things and I, I'm, I'm only i only speak from a male's perspective on when i speak for myself right and i'm not looping everybody in but when someone tells you how to treat them and this is this is what you know this is that love language right just that fly talk man because first loving yourself is one thing but also listening to how other people love on themselves and they tell you exactly what they need and what they don't accept right you have to just be man enough woman enough to pay attention right 
So anyway, I believe you, sister. Let's go. <laughs> Let's see what Phil. What's up, Phil? What you got to say to that, man? Yeah. So to Charles, to to Charles point, I feel like. When she says the people that hurt people are broken, oftentimes what I'm realizing in life is hurt people hurt people. So the reason why they're giving you that verbal abuse and they're taking that anger and that negative energy out on you is because there's something deep with inside them, some kind of insecurity, something that they're masking. And they're using that verbal abuse and talking down to other people so you don't see whatever that is. They're using it as a distraction. Mm. Like, All right. If I this person this way, you're not going to recognize this about me. Or you're not going to notice that I had this flaw. So oftentimes people take those character flaws out of other individuals and don't realize the lasting impact it could have. So to the child's example, she probably her grandmother probably doesn't even realize mm. the impact that had on all of her grandchildren's lives as well as her own children's lives. You know, but us looking from a different perspective, we have a different vision on it because we came up in a different world than your grandmother may have. So we're able to take ourselves outside that lens and say, this wasn't right. You know, for all the years, it's something that we put up with, but it wasn't right. Mm -hmm. So I feel like when you're able to change that perspective and look at things different, it changes exactly what you're looking at. So, like I said, hurt people hurt people. And verbal abuse is something that's going to go on until we recognize that it's not something that is wrong with us. It's something that's wrong with the individual that's coming at you. Mm -hmm. So so we we already know, like verbal abuse, we talked about family. So she mentioned grandma and um relationships we know relationships are on many different levels we have friendships we have um spouse uh spouses we have uh you know kinship whatever the case may be but verbal abuse happens on many on every level if you don't if you if you don't pay attention right it happens it sneaks in it creeps in because somebody like you said it it, it someone has lived an experience and then they what they do is because they haven't checked them themselves they pass it along in every relationship that they enter every relationship that they enter they pass a little bit of that bull you know we on the radio we live so a little bit of that stuff along you know to someone else and 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 usually we call it self-sabotaging or whatever but these people are damaged and their tongue caused more damage to other people that potentially are uh, healed or <laughs> before the damage happens. But I think we all been through something. But, um, yeah, so in friendships, how do we deal with friendships and uh, those tongues? That verbal so, abuse, man. Yeah, I actually had to do a little bit of self-reflecting as to who I was surrounding myself with. Mm. And I was watching a lot of different podcasts, and the gentleman in the podcast says, you should only go into spaces where you are, where you are worshipped, not tolerated. You know, so looking at that, I was like, okay, I have to go places where people appreciate my presence rather than where people are just putting up with me because I was in a space where I was going into certain rooms and I didn't feel comfortable. Maybe it was because at that time I wasn't comfortable within myself, but mm. I wasn't comfortable being in those rooms because the individuals that I was in those rooms with didn't have my best intentions at heart. They didn't have, they weren't saying things to me that made me want to build myself up. So I realized that by taking myself at the equation, it'll make 
individuals value my presence more when I'm actually there, mm -hmm. you know, rather than when I'm just always around because being in those spaces and putting up with such negative energy and, you know, just in spaces where you're tolerated rather than appreciated mm -hmm. is like, I don't know, it's, it doesn't feel good. So, you know, going in a space where people are like-minded, where you share similar interests, mm -hmm. where those people have your best, your best wishes at heart. They, you know, they want what's best for you in any setting, whether you guys are friends, whether you're not friends, just because that's their pure intentions. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the kind of place. Those are the kind of people I want to be surrounded by. Yo, it's crazy. I had a crazy conversation last night and I'm, I want, I want uh, T'Challa to touch on that, but I had a crazy conversation last night and we was talking about um, being in position of power. Like, so in management or whatever the case may be. And the person that I was speaking with said that they feel the only way to win is if they step on someone else's neck, right? They have to, st I know, I know. And, and, and like, you know, and I, and the thing is you can't really, you can't really tell that person they're wrong for how they see things. You just have to identify the person that you actually speaking to and know who they are. Cause now I know you expose, you expose exactly who you are. So I know how to play with you now. Right. So but people actually think like that. They think that they can't win or they can't be great unless they destroying someone else. But that's not greatness. Be in a room with people that's better than you or greater than you. And then you will become one of the greats. Right. That's what you were saying about surrounding yourself. All right. There she go. She got something. Um, since since I was the only child. I always people watched and I listened and <laughs> being in church, you catch how people throw shade. You catch <laughs> slick, you catch um, undermining tones, being in the workplace, you experience um, slick talk and, and it puts you in this awkward position where you have to determine if you're going to call it out. Do I say anything? Do I rock the bowl? How do I proceed with this? And oftentimes how we proceed is a reflection of how we see ourselves and what we've determined we will put up with when it comes to how people interact with us. So... As I got older, I started to realize that I don't do anybody a service if I'm not telling them the truth. Mm. I'm not helping anybody telling you the truth. If I'm sitting with you and you moving wrong and I don't say nothing, I'm wrong. If, if you talking and you come out your mouth crazy and I don't mm. tell you you coming out your mouth crazy, I'm wrong. And so now mm. it's a matter of being okay with how the response goes, but knowing that I'm standing firm to my truth. You know, from back in the day, we used to be like, word is bond. Mm -hmm. Your word is your bond. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm bonded to my word, right? Mm -hmm. I want to be bonded to my word. I want to honor what I say. That means I'm shooting straight from the hip. <laughs> you might not like it, but you're going to get it. 
but also know that the love comes the same way that the correction comes. Mm. So I'm love on you boldly, but I'm also call you out boldly. Mm. And I would hope that you would do the same. Now, if you can't stomach how I'm coming to you, please go step, find another place, get yourself in another circle, because what I'm not going to do is dim my light or Ooh. change my tone because of your discomforts. You're going to have to tighten up, baby. Tighten up. Okay. <laughs> Because it's 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 too much it's too much it's too a man it's too many suckers out here. <laughs> and perhaps it's because I endured the verbal abuse that mm -hmm. I have thick skin, but yeah. I'm finding that we're so people are so trepidatious with their words that they just allow people to stomp and walk all over them. Mm -hmm. And then when I'm coming to you and telling you the truth. You want to cry and break down? Stop that! Stop it! Stop it! Mm -hmm. You want this truth? You want to get better? You mm. want to heal? Mm -hmm. You have to confront some stuff head on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to deal with it directly. So mm. that's how I handle my relationships. I love everybody I come in contact with. You get all my love until you screw it up. You got mm. one shot, baby. Real talk. <laughs> Real I, I mean, I got nothing but love for anybody. So the minute I find out that you have something different from me, it's a wrap. Ooh. I'm not I'm not cutting your head off, but I'm severing the tie. So this will be energy that you'll never feel in the same way that you felt it before. And that's your loss, not mine. I hope you learned the lesson. Mm. Ill saying, lessons of life constantly repeat themselves until they are learned. So yes, people, they do. People, people keep running into that same energy, right? And you wonder why. I mean, I'm telling you. I, I mean, I, I self reflect a lot. So even when I have to run into the same energy over and over again, now I have to check myself. Like, yo, what turn am I am I making to end up on this same street, man? And it, it just got. And you ever? You grew up. I'm just. I'm. I'm going a little off, but I want to. I want to ask this question though. Have you ever gone back to the street that you used to live on when you was like young? That street used to seem so big, man. Like the neighborhood itself seemed like a world. And now you, you know, you got bigger. You did some traveling. You walked around. Now you come back to that same street just to take a trip down memory lane, and you like, this used to be my life, my world, my everything. How small was I? Right. And not saying not taking nothing away from the experience because the experience was great and it was needed. That's what got you to the point where you are now. But or part of it, um, some of it was some ball that we anyway, that's another situation. Man, you know what's <laughs> similar to that? Uh huh. How you felt the first time you got your heart broke. Ooh. Lord, you thought you was going to die. Oh, they don't know. I ain't never gonna love <laughs> nobody. You got all the love. You on the quiet storm, snotting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And well, I was with the teenager. I be looking at these teenagers like, baby, stop holding on so tight. <laughs> no, mm -hmm. trust. There is something else coming. Gonna <laughs> mm -hmm. mm -hmm. let that go. Yeah. I be tell them they don't want to listen to me, and I'm like, boy, you put yourself through this because you just you you want the torture. 
You're not obligated. You are learning yourself and you are learning other people. They will come and they will go as you grow and evolve and what you want and what you desire will change. But you have to be willing to let this sucker go so you can find out what it is that's out there that is designed and crafted and perfected exactly for you. Well, so we talked well, Felt it, that thing hurt. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we talked about verbal abuse, man. Now this is verbal hilly because this is one of the things that we. This is one of the things I did not have at my kitchen table. My uncles was my uncles was sports players. I had, uh, you know, so they 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 threw shots all day. You know, they they don't know nothing but talk trash, right? But had had I sat at the table and heard someone tell me, "Baby, you're gonna get hurt," but guess what? You're going to live to fight another day or live to love another day or whatever the situation may be. Right. And, and, mm -hmm. and preach that to me until it became my reality. Right. Because once you told me that uh, you, you're too skinny or you need to eat a steak or girl, you ain't got no that we'll get, boy, you ain't right. And you tell me this, those things live with me. So if you spoke positive energy to me, those things will live with me, too. So let's yes. talk now, now. That's a beautiful transition. Now, I, I mean, time is not on our side always when we have conversations like this. So I'm I'm going to push it today. I'm glad you ver verbal healing. Verbal healing because we all have. I mean, when when I put it out there, let's talk about this. Both of you was like, yeah, let's get it. Good topic. Let's go. Right. So that means we all experienced it. Because in order to know it's a good topic, we had to go through some verbal abuse, right? And and we talked about it. So now, how do we heal our people? How do we heal our children? How do we heal ourselves with this verbal um, healing? Affirmations and things like that, you know? That's, I mean, the floor is yours. Yeah, so I've, uh, me personally, I've been doing a lot of, a lot of um, self-development. I've realized that, you know, life's passion is in becoming the best version of yourself. And I've been doing a lot of that through audiobooks. So I've been doing a lot of audiobooks about different topics that interest me, whether it be. So, for example, I recently read 50's book and, you know, 50 Cent, 50 Cent's book. Um, he narrated the audiobook, and the book itself is just telling you how he lived his life, how he became to be the success that he is today. Mm. But the overall i got is never give up on yourself at the end of the day before anybody believes in you you have to believe in you mm -hmm. if you're not able to prove the individuals that you believe in yourself and you have the confidence that you know you're going to succeed then how are they going to trust you to succeed mm -hmm. you me? how could how could you put faith in somebody's hands that you're going to get the job done if you don't even believe you're going to get the job done so what i've just realized is you have to become the best version of yourself and be willing to trust yourself in everything that you do in order to success that you see you know, because everybody has a vision of how they see themselves. Everybody has a journey that they think they're supposed to go down. But in reality, the vision that they see and the journey that they're going to take doesn't even measure up to what reality is going to be. Because my grandmother always told me, if you want to hear God laugh, tell him what you got planned. You know, so my whole <laughs> life, that's just something I did, but I always had a vision in my head of how I saw my life, you know, ending up and it never ended up going that way. But because it didn't go that way, my blessing became tenfold because I trusted in God's plan. 
You know, mm -hmm. I was able to put my faith in his hands, trust in his vision and know that at the end of the day, everything's going to be all right. Mm -hmm. As long as I focus on being the best version of me and preparing for those blessings that I have in route, then, you know, everything else is going to come to you because they always say that once you manifest something, once you ask for that blessing, it's mm -hmm. going to come to you. It just doesn't have a sealed date as to when it's going to be there. But once you ask for it, once you put it into existence, it's on its way. And, it's, it it, doesn't. and it may not but, even look, and it may not look like you think it should look when it comes. It, it may never. it may be wrapped in a different <laughs> different package. I'm telling exactly. you. Uh, yeah. Uh -oh. Um. One, I think the 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 first thing um, that Phil said that resonated the most was that he was reading books. He was okay. listening to audio books. He read a book that exposed him to something else. I think that once we determine we want to heal, you got to want it. Mm -hmm. You got to come to a place of accepting that you have these broken parts of you and you want to heal. Once you decide that you want to heal, you got to feed yourself. Because you've been feeding yourself problem praise, negative mm -hmm. talk, worry, doubt, anxiety, fear, hate like this all of this our self-talk is the first place that we cast spells mm. i mean what prayers prayers are words but prayers are supposed to be us repeating what god promised he would do mm. so when you start to realize that your self-talk can either be negative food or positive food you start to be mindful of what you say and you start to evaluate well why am i saying that where is that coming from? That's how you start healing. And once you start to identify the words you don't need to say to yourself, mm. you find the words that you should say to yourself. And in doing that, you find affirmations. Mm. A lot of times people be like, you need to say affirmations. But if you're still broken and worried and anxious and unsure, you got to, it's internal work that got to happen first. The foundation is everything. And it's unfortunate when people don't have a foundation that I can identify with because it makes it difficult for me to get them to understand. But I'm finding that mm. you have to believe in a higher power. Mm. You, you have to believe in a higher power. That's where hope comes from. Because if you're not hoping for better, if you are not desiring, if you're not believing that something better exists for you, that someone loves you enough to find a way to make a way. And if you move towards that way, they will move towards you and bring you the things that you need. If you not believe in that, mm -hmm. it'll be hard for you to affirm anything. Mm. So you have to have some type of foundation that provides you with hope and belief in something greater. Because that's what affirmations are. Affirmations are you speaking what you hope for. You speaking what you are believing for. That means you have to understand you have a purpose. Mm -hmm. You're here for a reason. You're not here just to always run into problems. Mm -hmm. You're not here to be the constant obstacle person. It's not, come out of that. 
The only way you can come out of understanding that there's possibilities and hopes and things is you have to understand and believe that you can have better. You can be better. You are not tied to what nobody said to you in the past. You are tied to what you decide to say to yourself mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. Facts. Your mouth is full of seeds. What seeds will you plant? Because seed and harvest time is 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 definite no matter what your character is seed and harvest time will always work your words are seeds what are you planting because no matter what you are going to harvest it yo <laughs> would this be the a good time to pass the collection plate <laughs> no i'm just kidding <laughs> No, cause you, yo, but no, it's, it's, listen, man, listen, like this conversation, like, <sighs> I stand, I, you know, I'm going to stand on this, this soapbox and say this loudly. And if it's not true, correct me. None of us are perfect, right? None of us that's speaking right now are perfect. We all make mistakes. So everybody that's listening, don't think that we got it all figured out. But one thing that I think we are trying to do in our own way, in many ways, is we're trying to heal. We're trying not to live in the prison that, that society has created for us, that those people with those sharp tongues have laid down, you know, for us. We, we're not trying to live in that. We're trying to see ourselves and believe, like she said, believe and have faith in something greater and better for ourselves and then move towards that. That's what we're trying to do. So don't don't get it twisted. I don't think we're here trying to preach to nobody. I'm not here to do that. And I, I let that be known from the very first show. I don't have it all figured out. And I'm still working on me. And 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 and, and you know, so when you hear this, don't think, oh, I'm gonna see her and I I'm looking for her. she better not make no mistakes. Uh Phil better not make no mistakes. Nah, we're gonna make mistakes. Watch out for them. Cause cause the mistake is only another opportunity for us to learn a lesson and to get better. So, yes. yeah. you know, there's this, there's this saying, right? It says for every difficulty comes ease. So not, not comes ease like later on in, in life, but with that difficulty right along with it comes an ease to it. So there's a lesson. Basically what it's saying to me is that you're going to go through struggle, but in your struggle, in your storm, in your hardship, Whatever it may be, is going to come your lesson to get you to the next level. But you have to believe that it's it got a greater purpose than just to hinder you and hurt you and tie you down and weigh you down. If you think that's the only reason you're going through something, then that's all you're going to get from it. If you believe that you're going to be better and, and better because of it, then you will be better because of it. That's my that's just my my thing. And, um, yo, yeah, yo. You do, man, it ain't over yet though. I'm, I'm, I just had to take a break. I, I had to breathe for a minute because keep, keep going pastor. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Dude, when you were talking, I was like, I done probably fumbled the ball today. What you saying? <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm comfortable enough with my fumbles mm -hmm. to figure out how to get up and then give out the cheat code so that you don't have to make that fumble. That's what I tell my kids. Hey, look, 
I've been here. Mm-hmm. I done had a couple laps. You just get into these laps. I got some cheat codes. Now, if you want to hear me out, I'm going to put you on. If not, go on and bump your head and I'll be here with the Band-Aid and, <laughs> and ice, you know, to help you heal up afterwards and we can laugh about how you shouldn't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> you was right. <laughs> Hope you listen next time. Yeah. The journey that yeah. we're on. But the same way that I do that for my children, we must do in community with each other. Mm. So if if I'm figuring out how to to do this business and I'm fumbling, don't go three deep laughing at my fumble. Now y'all on Facebook talking about hmm, people need to make sure they know what they doing for they say they in business. What the hell? Word. If you love me, pull me to the side and be like, hey, no, no, don't do it like that. You need to change that up. Put it like this. You might need a mentor or maybe you should have a coach that'll help guide you. Mm-hmm. Right? That's help. That's how we build each other. That's how we eliminate verbal abuse and backbiting and mm-hmm. actually uplift. Once you start to uplift other people, mm-hmm. you start to see how easy it is to uplift and it's easier for you to uplift yourself. Mm-hmm. And as you uplift yourself, it's easier for you to uplift others because now you ain't worrying about what they thinking about you. Mm-hmm. You just want to pour into them because yeah. you already know what you think about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yo, that, that, that poor though. That poor, I just want to touch on this real quick. That poor, it's 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 a bit selfish too. Because when you give, when you give, look, it's it's this is what we do. When we throw out positive energy, we throw it out there. And I'm giving it to you sincerely. But what's gonna happen to what's gonna happen is when you smile for that second, my heart is warmed. Right? And then someone is gonna give it back to me. When I need it the most, when I'm going through and my head is hanging low, somebody going to come through and you're going to be like, yo, why this dude just call me out the blue or this sister just go. And, and they just going to have that encouraging word. And it's selfish, right? You don't do it with selfish intent. However, it is a bit selfish because we, we expect, we expect the return on the higher power. We respect the return. This is what we do it for. You know, this is why we pray because we expect God to actually come through with what we requested because he said he would. That's it. So when we throw that energy out there, we expect it to come back. It is. It's, 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 a, it's a funny thing. It's a selfish mm-hmm. poor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and and for anybody, you know, if you're not a believer, you can call it the law of attraction. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. You know, but at the same time, because everybody needs to receive it. You see what I'm saying? Everybody needs to understand exactly what it is we're talking about, because what ends up happening is the same way mm-hmm. we pour out and that pour out of the good goes and comes back to us when we need it. Mm-hmm. If you pour that negative out, Ooh. Negative go come back to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that tongue. Man. So we have. That's why we are always mindful of what we say. Back to these verbals. <laughs> it's all a seed. Phil, you got something? We got ten minutes on the clock. You know, just to your point, like you said, mm-hmm. every action has a reaction. So if you're pouring out negative energy if you're pouring 
you know, if you're pouring good seeds, you're going to reap the, uh, the harvest, the soul of that harvest. But if you're pouring those negative seeds, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, your harvest isn't going to come to fruition the way you want it to. So you have to be able to filter the negative from the positive and know, you know, when you're spewing something that's going to come to fruition, something that's going to bring growth. And when you're spewing something that's going to be hurtful, something that's going to be negative, something that's going to be detrimental to someone else. Yeah. It's just like the other said earlier. We you you manifest what you say. So what you saying? Say some. Mm. Whoa. Say some. Wait, we gotta have that conversation right there. What are you saying? Say mm. some. Like what are you saying? <laughs> nah, for real. Because so many people come into your room, into your space, right? And they open their mouth and at you leave at the end, you like, what was it? What was it all about? Like like say mm-hmm. something. So when you step to, and that's what I I said this in the beginning. We sat on that couch. I don't know if she remembered this, but we sat on the couch and I said something to her, right? And she was going through. She was living her life and doing her handling her business, you know. Um, and if the conversation wasn't right, she was gonna get up and do what? Walk away. She gonna say what she gotta say, but she gonna get up and walk away. That's just that's just what it is. So when you open your mouth and you step into an arena with somebody that's a thinker, make sure you have something to say so that person can actually uh, be ready to go. We got uh, two minutes on the clock. I want you guys, to, I know T'Challa, uh, you got <laughs> T'Challa, you got something going on tomorrow, right? 8 p.m.? No? Is that tomorrow? Wrong date? What is it? Oh, okay. is it? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Tomorrow's Tuesday. Tomorrow's Tuesday. Wait, hold up. Or is it? Whatever Thursday. You, Thursday. Okay, my bad. The third. Um, Thursday, I'll be at the New Haven Adult Ed. Mm-hmm. They have a Black History Month program um, that I'll be a part of with Midnight and Lyrical Faith and uh, one more poet. So um, that's exciting. I'm excited about that. Dope. Um Heart of Faces, which is a community group um, through the Hartford Public School System. And on Thursday evening at 5 p.m., we have a community conversation at Sand Elementary School on Main Street. So we want parents, students, teachers, community members. We want everybody to come out. If you're mad, if you got a question, if you <laughs> want to talk about what's happening in schools, come out so we can have this conversation. Word. What you got going on, Phil? Yeah, so I actually, last week, I just dropped a spoken word EP. It's going to be available on all platforms, uh, YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify. Check me out. Um, I also have a EP dropping. I also have a single dropping in the next three weeks. That's going to be available at all platforms as well. I'm hosting a virtual open mic, which is going to be available on Instagram Live with Aaron St. Louis. Um, It's going to be called the I Am Love Virtual Open Mic, February 8th, next Wednesday, 8 p.m. You're able to sign up right at the link in my bio. Mm-hmm. And um, we're also doing a shirt giveaway, which I'm going to announce later on my page today. So I appreciate the All opportunity right. to come on. Appreciate, you know, T'Challa coming on as well. It was yeah. a wonderful conversation. All Hopefully right. I can come back. All right. The only thing we didn't do, tell them where to find you. You can find me on Instagram, Phil C. Alexander underscore. That's P-H-I-L-C Alexander, A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R underscore. And you. You can find 
Instagram at Shala Rock, C-H-A-L-L-A-R-O-C-K. And yes, tomorrow, Fire at the Half, okay, 830, there go. IG5. And it's just pure heat. We're going to see how this goes. <laughs> so my name is my name is Fly Ty, right? And I'm here with Fly Talk. And Fly Talk is not an arrogant statement. I make this known every time I say it because most people hear Fly and they think that you trying to big yourself up, which I should. Uh, I could be. Nah, I'm just kidding. Right? <laughs> but fly, fly stands for first love yourself. And I'm encouraging everybody to put the fly before your name. It could be you. Fly Phil, fly T'Challa, fly you, whoever you are. Live your best life. Love yourself first. And then you can love everybody else the way they're supposed to be loved. Have a good one. I appreciate my guests for coming on. This has been a great show. I'm going to have them back, I hope. All they got to do is say yes. I'm. Uh, this, is this a, a verbal uh, assault right here? Because I'm commit. Nah, you don't got to commit. You don't got to commit. But I hope to have hey, them back got- on. You got it, bro. You got it. Yeah, man. Yo, and they dope poets. So next time, maybe we can get some poetry um, on a topic or something like that, man. I appreciate you guys for coming out. This has been another edition of the Fly Talk. We out of here, man. First love yourself. Hey.